Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Four issues in a very limited period of time. We knew this was going to happen when I spoke with Dr. Kristen Luprecht earlier. So uh, he's a professor at the Royal Military College and Queen's University, Monk Senior Fellow at the MacDonald Laurier Institute. The NATO Defense College recently published uh, Dr. Luprecht's policy brief on the enhanced forward presence. That's a NATO thing. And uh, his most recent book is Public Security and Federal Politics. Christian, are you ready? Can you fit in the uh, four topics in, uh, in with 90, 60 to 90 seconds each? We'll do our best. Okay. Let's start off. You just came back from Germany. When I spoke with you earlier this morning, for me, you were in Germany, fall of the Berlin Wall, 30 years in. What was going on in Germany? What do you want to say about that? Yeah, so I think, uh, I mean, there's a lot of awareness here. Mike Pompeo, of course, came to Germany just in the aftermath of the foreign minister having written an op-ed that thanked Gorbachev but never mentioned the Americans. Um, but I think there's a lot of confidence. The country is still, of course, a divided country, as we know from the elections. But I think uh, one of the big takeaways is, on the one hand, that Germany, a source of instability by virtue of its division, has now become one of the anchors of stability within Europe, within the world, and within the, uh, the NATO alliance. Um, but that we're also minded that uh, democracy is something that needs to be defended. And we all thought at the end of the Cold War that democracy, liberalism and capitalism had won. And that, of course, uh, it turned out quite differently. And so we need to be on our guard. The democracy is more fragile than it probably was back then. It's a reminder today of the fragility of democracy, at least what's been happening. And that's a reminder of what can happen when democracy uh, is it disappears. Um, a judge has revoked the bail for Cameron Ortis, senior RCMP official who is accused, who stands accused of disclosing secrets. The, the Crown never wanted him to receive bail, and the judge has said, you're going to prison. What are your thoughts? Yeah, there was probably disclosure issues, that they didn't have the entire disclosure package ready, because my guess is they probably had to pounce in terms of the raid earlier than they had intended. So it took the RCMP a while to prepare the disclosure package. Uh, they went back to court to challenge the uh, uh, the bail hearing, and clearly with the additional disclosure, uh, the judge was convinced that either he presented a flight risk or that he presented a risk of uh, absconding or perhaps otherwise uh, possibly revealing uh, details that he knows. And what's going on with the president of Turkey, Tayyip Erdogan? He, uh, he says on Monday he's going to start repatriating ISIS fighters. There are some are, that are from Canada. Who knows uh, whether we'll start getting some back very quickly and what our, what our plans are. Plus, uh, Erdogan invaded Syria. Plus, he has an issue now with the Americans after buying a Soviet missile system. What's going on? Yeah, so I think, so there's two separate ISIS fighter issues here. One is 287 people that were taken uh, captive as a result of recent operations and the uh, and, 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 and loyal Syrian militias that are fighting uh, with, with uh, Turkey. Uh, those are about uh, predominantly women and children, and they're predominantly from Europe. There's also about 1,200 ISIS fighters 
from Europe and other countries that Turkey holds in its own presence. And I think the signal here is that uh, Turkey is trying to generate some stability in the region. It's got its hands full uh, and it doesn't really have resources or time to look after other countries' uh, fighters. And so it's going to bring them back and these countries better figure out how to take them back and what to do with them. Uh, the challenge is also that Erdogan is uh, sort of he's, he's emerging as a fifth pillar within uh, within NATO. I mean, he's uh, blatantly, brazenly violated international law by violating another country's territorial sovereignty. He's buying a uh, adversary's anti-aircraft missile system, which is a big no-no, evidently, if you're part of the North American Treaty Organization. Um, and uh, But it means that uh, coming up to the NATO leaders meeting in London in early December, that uh, but we're going to have our hands full because President Trump continues to complain about burden sharing. And we know that President Macron has made some rather unfortunate comments about that question, uh, his particular commitment to collective defense. Uh, and so the prime minister and the new defense minister will certainly have their hands full trying to do their best to make sure that uh, NATO, as Canada's most important multilateral uh, institution, uh, remains vibrant and intact. Yeah, Macron said that NATO was brain dead, and the French are not apologizing for that. And uh, and back to Erdogan, he purchased that missile system from Russia, which could compromise American jets, because they the, the, doesn't Turkey have F-35s? Um, so the Americans have halted the sale of F-35s to Turkey as a result because there's serious concern that uh, this missile system, if used sort of on a daily basis while you're also flying American fighters, is going to be able to um, uh, to, to record the signature, um, uh, the radar signature of the F-35s and thus make the F-35s vulnerable to the S-400 and the more advanced S-500 system uh, that the Russians have deployed in Syria, for instance. Um, and with Macron, I mean, uh, although he, he says that NATO is, uh, is brain dead, uh, th- there's a broader political agenda here that he has long advocated for a European defense union. Uh, he wants what's known as what he calls strategic autonomy, but which is basically um, trying to get uh, build a, a European defense cooperation that is going to be competition rather than complementary uh, to NATO, partly in an effort so France given the political uh, weaknesses in Italy, Germany, and the UK, so that France can become the leader in European defense, but also so that essentially it can have other European countries pay for and do the bidding uh, of France's geopolitical interests. And I think when he's uh, at dinner with Chancellor Merkel uh, later this week, uh, there'll be a considerable effort to rein him in um, in his posturing and his ambitions here, because they're clearly not helping. You know what? You hit it right to the second. We got we got all the stories in, and you were right on the second, right to the second. That's amazing. I couldn't do that. I've been doing this for for decades. Thank you, Christian. Always provide us with a great insight on what's going on in the world, in this country, and and globally. Thanks so much for the time. Thanks for the opportunity to contribute, Dr. Christian Liprecht, and uh, his most recent book, again, is Public Security in Federal Politics. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend. 